Hi, my name is Tina, and I talk a lot. So I figured I may as well put these vocal cords to good use. You know what? This isn't my first podcast, but it just might be my last. See, my passions are probably not unlike yours. They're plentiful and kind of all over the place. I can hardly be defined by one area of expertise when it comes to my business. And I love things like wiener dogs, a good game night, and books. All the books. So honestly, it just made sense to brand me. This brings us to the show. Tina talks a lot. I think you may just get a kick out of it. Well, today we are going to dissect this question. Are you dabbling? Now, a number of years ago, when I owned marketing design company Tenacious, I coached businesses, all different types of business owners um, from, you know, big business, small business, solo business, micro business. And oftentimes I would want to run across what I would call the dabbler, or maybe even you would call them someone that is in a hobby business. Now, when I would run across this type of business owner, what I would find is that they would have more than one business And a lot of times, none of those businesses were real successful. Now, that's okay if you feel okay with that. But most of the time, these business owners were coming to me and asking me for advice on how to grow their businesses, right? So as I was walking along my business journey, and as I had purchased a business and, you know, as a partner on other ones, you know, I had a little bit of this fear, right? Am I dabbling or am I actually stepping fully into these businesses? Many of you know my story and know that I really only hung out in the multiple business owner kind of phase for a couple of years, even less than a couple of years, because it just didn't work. It didn't work for me. Now, when I first was asked about joining the doTERRA business, I had this feeling in me, kind of actually this, this story that I was telling myself is that most people in multi-level marketing companies, direct sales, network marketing, whatever you, whatever phrase you want to use here, they dabbled. And I'm just not a dabbler. I'm an all in or nothing uh, kind of person. The definition of dabble is take part in an activity in a casual or superficial way. Casual or superficial are definitely not words I would use uh, in my passion intensity that I bring uh, to any business or any, I guess, event or thing or whatever in my life. It's just not who I am. Take it or leave it. Uh, So you may be thinking, am I dabbling? Like, am I actually dabbling? And is it serving me? And so this isn't a, a podcast to make you feel bad or to like bash anyone at all. But if you're coming here and you're listening to this podcast, wondering how, why am I not growing? Why is my business not, you know, why am I not seeing success in my business? Right. Why is there no growth? And so there's a chance that you're in the dabbling phase. Now I have eight little signs that we're going to kind of dig into and we'll help you understand if you are in fact a dabbler. And then we'll talk about how you can get out of that. So number one is you have more than one potential business card that you could hand out. Now, I showed up to many networking events where I kid you not, someone would have a different business card in each one of their suit jacket or back pocket or whatnot. 
And it's like, Hey, I, I do this. And then I also do this and they are not connected at all. Like they don't even make sense together, like web designer. And I sell health and wellness products. Like it, it, it just didn't connect. Right. And obviously they're there at that networking event to grow their business, to meet more people, to find more leads, you know, close more sales. And how that comes across to me is that there is a, um, there's, there's no real like seriousness right now. You may be like Tina, but you own several businesses. Well, here's the deal. When I owned my marketing company salon, I was partner in a makeup line that had doTERRA. I always showed up to networking events and online as tenacious. That's who I was tried and true. That was my brand. I did not show up as salon owner. I did not show up as makeup uh, business owner. And I did not show up at do- as a doTERRA rep at any networking events until I was done with Tenacious. It was the business that I was known for everywhere. And so, yes, did I have some extra businesses? Yes. Were they successful though? They really weren't. They weren't until my focus was all in one area. So I did not show up at an event with two business cards and I don't know why this bugs me so badly, but it does. Okay. Number two, none of your businesses are earning a substantial income. A a fellow uh, networker, masterminder, um, even I would, I would look at him as a mentor once said to me that I kind of pretty fiercely said, you know, you don't have any business jumping into another uh, industry or another line or another business or another product unless the one you're currently in has reached a million in sales. And my mind just kind of blew. Like I was like, actually you're, you're right. Like, right. Like you haven't, you know, kind of checked that box slashed kind of, I guess, um, figured that piece out until you've seen, whether it be a million or whatever mark you want to put on that. Um, you haven't seen yet that success there and been able to, you know, kind of proof, right. Proof of concept or proof of you, uh, over there. So number two, none of your businesses are earning a substantial income. Number three, you always have a new idea to make money. So if there's always these new ideas and they're all over the place, um, yeah, like that might be a sign you're a dabbler. I have that. I will tell you, like I fall into some of these categories a little bit, right? I get excited, squirrel, shiny object. Um, I have these ideas and I need to set them down, like, like kind of like really aggressively set them down and pick them back up only and only if they align with what what, what my life future is looking like. Right. So now number four goes right with this is that you irrationally pursue these new ideas without research, without a thought, without a business plan, without how this affects everything else in my business. Now I'm going to give you kind of a silly example, but hopefully you'll be able to relate this into your own life. Uh, my hubby and I are big dreamers. So he, he knows that this is like absolutely one of my favorite things is to dream. And so he does this with me because he knows I love it. And we always, we dream about changes of our house and just things that we'll do around the yard and travel and blah, 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 all these different things. Well, he loves the sound of running water. We don't live on water. We don't you know, have any water around us. We live on a big hill. And uh, he was pursuing the idea of having a pond in our yard. 
okay, this is not business related, but I hope it will help you. <laughs> so he was pursuing the idea of having a pond in our yard. I was like, you know what? I'm all for it. If someone, you know, cool idea, this is something you desired. Let's go for it. I just asked him a really simple question. I was like, are you willing to dedicate at least five days out of your 365 days in a year to a pond? And, and that's probably on the low end, right? Like putting it in, getting it ready every season, you know, all of that, taking it out, like dealing with all of the, like, we live in a frozen area, right? Like whatever fish you're putting in this pond are now living in our basement. They have to be taken care of. And so the idea of the pond is really nice, but there is a lot around that pond. And it, although it may sound real simple or may, it may sound easy, you need to start figuring out what is it actually going to take out of me. Now, I will say that this is where when I bought the hair salon, I didn't think about at that to that even that extent, right? Thought someone else would manage it. Da, 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 da. I don't need to get into all that. Um, but number four, you rationally pursue these new ideas without a thought. So in my salon case, there was some thought, <laughs> just not enough, right? Uh, with this pond idea that my husband had you know what? He immediately was like, you're right. I don't want that. Like, I don't want the sound of running water in my life, uh, more than I want those five days to do whatever I want and not have it dealing with putting in and taking out a pond every year, right. For a few, few short months, uh, here in Wisconsin. Number five is that you're, so these are signs that you're dabbling. Okay. So number five, Friends and family cannot describe what you do. This one now doesn't mean that like you have to have all eight of these, right? Like there's no like hierarchy to these, or there's no like exact, like, yes, for sure. If you have three or four, then for sure you are. It's just that if you resonate with some of these and you're like, you know what? I am actually dabbling. I'm dabbling. Maybe I'm half into something, right? Or I'm half into a lot of things. Now, if your friends and family can't describe what you do, it's sometimes it's because it's just like too confusing. It goes, I go back to like, was it Chandler, Chandler on friends? Like they just didn't know what he did. No, it was Joey. I can't remember. I'm like, I feel like a bad friends, um, guru right now. <laughs> Anyways, it might be because it's just confusing, right? Okay. So we can put that in that category. If you fall into that Cardi category, it doesn't mean you're dabbling, but if you are are jumping from thing to thing, or you have multiple things and people just really can't even tell anyone what you do. It may be a sign that you're dabbling. Now I heard this, uh, stat from, uh, my business coach and he had shared that if you change the industry that you're in, it will take people surrounding you, warm market, hot market, people around you 18 months to now reclassify you in another category. So for example, let's say you move from like hairstylist to realtor. It will take people a full 18 months, 18 months of like consistency even on your part for them to be like, no, she doesn't do hair anymore. She actually sells houses, right? And so now imagine if your friends and family hear that you are doing X, Y, Z, A, B, and C, I, I can't even like, I can't even add that high. And I don't know that they would ever categorize you in a specific spot. Now, why does this matter? Why does it matter? If friends and family know what you do and can just to others, what you do. They are your best referral partners. 
They are your biggest supporters. They are your esteemed teams. They are the five people, you know, that you need in your life that are going to help support you uh, in your business. And whether it be connecting with people or just talking about you, they they are important that they know what you're up to. Uh, my biggest lead <laughs> uh, magnet, my biggest uh, person that brings in the most uh, new people and connections is actually my husband, right? He gets what I do. He gets the business. Uh, he's in it a bit, right? But he knows how to sell me uh, because he understands what I do. So number six, at your why is insignificant. I absolutely know that it's easy to jump to a shiny object and uh, that shiny object usually has a dollar sign that you're believing may be happening, right? That you may be seeing or wanting or desiring. And uh, there's not a stronger why behind that. Now, I don't fall into the camp that like a why needs to make you cry. Like uh, uh, if you just have a why, if you have a reason why you are doing something um, that is significant, uh, I believe that you're stepping into the real, you're not dabbling, you're working your business like a business and you're doing it because your why is, is, is really strong. I actually just chatted with uh, my coach and was like, can your why be to reduce debt? Because that's where Preston and I are, is that reducing debt all of it, house, everything is our goal. We want to be completely debt free. And that why pulls us forward. And it doesn't make me cry. Well, maybe my debt does, <laughs> um, but I'm not like, you know, at the point of, you know, starting a nonprofit or, you know, tossing money all over orphanages or, you know what I mean? Like it's, it's not that, but my why is significant because I have listed out how my life will be very different when my world is debt-free. And I know my fastest way to being debt-free is building a doTERRA business. And because I know that I don't dabble in other areas and other businesses, I stay in my lane. Number seven signs you're dabbling is you feel like you're always justifying the next thing. <laughs> I laugh because I've totally been there. And if Preston ever listens to this podcast, he's going to be like, what? This is so you. I could justify a new business like no other. And I have to remind myself and go back to center on a regular basis to say, Tina, nope, here's a why. Here's what you're doing. Here's a life you're wanting to create and live. And if you add another business, it's like adding a pond. How much time is it going to take out of your life? and not actually help you achieve the why or the goal that you have. Number eight, and this one, it might be tough, uh, might be tough for you. Um, I've heard this term from the very beginning of my business, and I'm going to guess that you have heard this before as well. And I, I, I dislike this so much. I do not like this term. I do not like this, um, this advice or thought process. I, I just dislike it so much. Number eight, sign your dabbling is you are faking it till you make it. Can we get a little silence for everybody that's been doing that? There is nothing vulnerable about faking it till you make it. There's actually not even honesty in faking it till you make it. 
people want to help and support those that are not faking anything, that are real and honest and sharing with you where they're at in their life, in their business. Do you need to sometimes like say yes and then figure it out for sure? <laughs> like I have absolutely done that. The first time I got asked to speak, I think about that. I'm like, yeah, I can totally do that. Like that's true. I can do that. But I didn't pretend that I've done it a million times before. I actually let my friend know this is my first time. Like any pointers, right? Well, can you imagine? He actually took me under his wing and helped me along the path to be able to be comfortable to stand up there and, and do presentations. Now, had I fake it, you know, if I faked it, done I made it, right? It would have taken me longer, in all honesty, to make it because I wouldn't have had people signing up to be my mentor along the way because guess what? They wouldn't have thought I needed it until they saw me crash and burn on stage, right? Okay, so why is this a sign of dabbling? Because you have too many irons in the fire, you have to. <laughs> You kind of got to fake it till you make it, right? You got to pretend that you know what's going on or what you're doing in all of these areas uh, because there's there's no way that you can do all of them. Now, you know what? There's a chance after I went through this list, I thought, you know what? Maybe someone is just dabbling in one business, right? Maybe you only have one. So some of these things in here, you know, I pointed a lot towards like you've picked up a lot of things or, you know, done a lot of different stuff. And, but maybe it's only one and you're letting excuses, you know, get in the way of your business. Now, this is where that whole come to Jesus moment is. Do you enjoy being in the dabble category slash hobby category? Or do you really want to make a business out of this? And I believe that many of you, if you're listening to this, it means that you're wanting to further your career right? Uh, make more sales, do something more with your life, your business, whatever that may be. And so you're here because you want more and dabbling is not going to get you there. I believe that dabbling is the result of insecurities, also known as a lack of confidence and faking it till you make it is not going to help you be more confident in your life in any area. So what should you do about this? Like, what can you change, right? If you are holding in your hand right now, multiple businesses, please set aside the extras and lean into the main one. And if money's tight right now, lean into the one that is the most lucrative right now, not the one that you see the most potential in. The one that's the most lucrative right now, or maybe there's multiple people like depending on you for this particular business to, to rocket, skyrocket, to grow, to, um, to bring in more funds, right? Lean into that. Uh, you may also have a business where you have multiple offerings. I wish I had done this earlier in my marketing company is we just like phased out all the little extras referred it out and kept one main line of work that we did. So we had one ideal client, one marketing line, like just, it, it would have been a lot smoother. Now that could apply to you as well. Maybe you're dabbling in a bunch of extra offers and services underneath one umbrella of a business. 
So I'm going to just advise you set aside the extras and lean into the main. I've definitely been there. You guys, like I wouldn't be sharing this with you if I didn't have the experience of dabbling myself and, or seeing shiny objects. Right. And every time that I've leaned in on that main thing, I have seen great success. Now, if you have one business rather than multiple, but yet you still feel yourself really only doing half uh, or even a quarter of as much work as you could potentially do is I would take a big, big step back and say, is this business that you're in or you're pursuing actually a right fit? And second, I would say, are you playing into your strengths in this business? That part is huge to me. If you're not using your strengths or you're working kind of against your strengths in your business, it's going to feel like really hard work. I believe that any task wrapped around with your strengths, you can do that work in your own way. Now, if you're like Tina, like, but what if I want more businesses? What if I want to diversify my portfolio? Like, you know what? I believed my lie when I said that myself that that's what I was doing along the journey that, oh, I could buy this business, then this one, this person would run this one, this person would run this, da, 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 da. I hadn't really created businesses like that. I'm not Tony Robbins. I'm not MLA. Like I, that's not, I don't roll like that. For one thing, my family is a really, really, really high priority and it takes a lot of me, a lot of my time. And I want it to, I love homeschooling my kids. I love that I get to be home with them. And I love being able to be out there sports and hang out with friends. And I desire that life, right? So I know multiple businesses just are not for me in this phase of my life. Now, my plan, and I hope your plan too, is get your one main business to the place that you can feel feel super proud. And if you're thinking, yeah, I do want a second business, or I do want to expand into this investing or that thing or whatever then potentially move on to it at that point. I have some of those same goals in my head that like I would love to, and I've shared it with you many times. One of the things I would absolutely love to do is work together with Preston and mentor and and coach uh, people in their marriage, whether that be uh, retreats or, um, you know, coaching programs, book writing, just podcasts, whatever that is. A couple of years ago, Preston and I had the idea to start retreats we threw one out on the calendar and we're like, whoa, hold up. Like we don't actually have the capacity to put something like this at this capacity on right now. We need to table this. We tabled it actually a little too late. We already started announcing it, putting it out there. And we had to be like, Ooh, breaks on this. Like this doesn't actually fit into our life right now. This goes into the category of set aside the extras and lean into the main. And so we leaned right back into our current businesses and put that one up on the shelf. I know we're going to pull that one back off the shelf. We get nudges and urges and all the things on a regular basis to move into that space, but it isn't currently what would pay the bills. And we actually hope that it can be something that doesn't need to pay the bills at some point. That's a passion project. Now, if you do lean all into one thing and really put time behind it, put in some consistency, whatever that may be, and you might not have the capacity to go all crazy and all in, all in, you know, and people tell you, you need to post multiple times on your social media day, blah, 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 blah. Um, I'm a product of that's not the truth. Like, yes, it growing, we don't need to get onto all that. Um, 
stay away from kind of the extremists if that's where you, if you can't play there, right? So if you have the time and the capacity to be more of an extremist in your marketing and building your business and boss babe, blah, 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 hustle mode, and you desire that, go for it. But if you're like, I don't, I can't do that. That doesn't mean you're out of the game, but you can get out of the dabbling category and move down the middle, right? Move down the middle and set some consistency and whatever that looks like for you. If you show up in your company uh, or let's say, you know, for, for doTERRA, it's really common for people to show up in the fall, uh, leave around Christmas time for a bit. And, you know, right around, you know, maybe spring break, springtime, they, they bounce back and then fall away again in the summer, come back in the fall. Right. So you can imagine because of that dabbling, they have to start the fire back up, right. They have to like kindle blah, 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 all the things. And then by the time it comes back around, that fire's like dead and gone and the pipelines dried up all the stuff. I can use all the analogies. And so I promise people will take you more seriously if you are lined, aligned with one main business that you are, you know, promoting and showcasing and marketing and all of that on a consistent basis, your confidence will build your confidence will build in yourself and your people's confidence uh, will build uh, about you. Like they'll be more confident in you as a business owner. Now you may have already, like, there's probably people that are not listening anymore. If you're still listening, you may be feeling like I'm going to push back on this. I'm going to prove to her that I can run, you know, this company and that company and this company and that company. And what I want to say to you is how has that been working for you so far? I say that in the most loving way possible. Truly, I do. I just want you to look as how has that been working for you so far? Now. If you're, if you come to me with advice on, you know, I want to grow my business, whatnot, that's going to be one of the very first things I look at is, have you been consistent? Have you been dabbling? Do you have multiple irons in the fire? Are you trying to chase a bunch of rabbits? I'm going to ask you to set one down or two or three or four. Now you can take this advice or leave it. And I hate to even put this out there, but I'm going to, is that if you do not set down the extras right now, a year will pass and you'll be sitting in June, 2023 and saying, man, I wish I would have set those down. I wish that I would have stopped dabbling. I wish that I would have started being consistent a year ago. Where would I be now? Now, I hope that's not the case. I hope that you will take the time to really look through these signs and to say, you know what, do I see myself here in these? And if you don't, and you're like, heck no, I'm all in. I'm all in on one company. I'm super consistent. I've got it rocking. Good for you, sister, because that is not easy. And I have struggled with it along the way, my business journey. It is a common thing, especially for us women, because we find other ways to help and share and do. We have a lot of talents. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that you will share it uh, with your business friends, whether you tag them in a story on Instagram or just shoot them a little message with the link to the podcast. I would love to get this message out there more so that women business owners will even be taken even more seriously in this business world. Hope you guys have a fabulous day and we'll see you back here next week for the next episode of Tina Talks.